The only way to take on the woke is to be woke. I know. More of this? Do we really need more of this? Haven't we had enough? And the answer is, we have. They haven't. We have been the ones gone after, attacked. You have uh, the entirety of cancel culture. Oh, you don't know how to call people the right pronoun. You don't know how to call people the right name. You don't know how to act. Can't believe you said that. Hmm, Let's parse your words and see where the bigotry is from. Should we notice the bigotry of others? Should we notice the radicalness of others? Should we notice the, the insanity of others? I know. I would rather not. I would rather be left alone. You and I are not so different. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. The phone number 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. You and I are not so different. In the end, we want to live our lives. We want to take care of our families. We want to take care of ourselves. We want to be able to have a cigar every now and again. We want to be able to go on a vacation. We just want to, more than anything else, be left alone from the do-gooders who are trying to t- constantly trying to tell us how to live our lives. In the end, we just want to go about our thing, and we want to live a life where we don't have to care so much about those people. You live a life where you call yourself by this name and you say you're this sex. You live your life. Don't bother me. Don't tell me I have to change how I live because you've got a feeling. You know, the expression uh, that Ben Shapiro put forth was that facts don't care about your feelings. How about the fact that the rest of us don't care about your feelings either? If I don't know you, if I'm not connected to you, if I'm not engaged with you, why do I have to think about you? You make a decision and our lives have to change. It doesn't make any sense. And why is it that we see uh, in, in, in the corporate world... They move forward on ideologies and thought processes. And these thought processes never once take into play what happens if someone here disagrees. If Coca-Cola tells its people, hey, you might want to try not being so dang white. Can someone say, I disagree with that and find it disgusting without getting fired? I'm asking if the CEO of the company says black lives matter and we know black lives matter supports Hamas. Can we say I disagree and you're wrong if they're giving to black lives matter? Can they say I disagree and you're wrong? If they have this uh, uh, implicit bias nonsense training. Can they say, I disagree, without being written up and then getting costing them promotions? When these CEOs speak, do they realize they are silencing so many? We've brought this up in the guise of the NBA. LeBron James is the NBA. And LeBron James is not interested in intellectual prowess. He's interested in wokeness. Making sure that he always has the right amount of, we'll call it cred. And he, of course, has never, ever found a moment where he could say, "Mm, well, you know, maybe I disagree with the people who buy the jerseys. And when we clearly see that Hong Kong is imprisoning Uyghur Muslims, when we can clearly see that Hong Kong 
I'm sorry, with China is is uh, imprisoning Uyghur Muslims. When Hong Kongers clearly see that Hong Kongers are being attacked for engaging their free speech rights. And LeBron James says nothing. Well, what does that say to the rest of the league? We know that one guy spoke up, and it was LeBron James saying he wasn't educated. My gosh, what a despicable thing to say. Now, I will admit, full disclosure, when people say, you need to get educated or let me educate you, I find that to be one of the most offensive pieces of terminology out there. It's a disgusting thing to say. What I have learned is, what, they're, what I think people are trying to say is, let me share with you my thoughts. Let me educate you is just a term of speech. The fact that it hits my ear with such horror is because it's an incredibly insulting way to say something. It's beyond rude. But I don't think the people who use it actually mean it to be rude. So I look at them and say, first, man, let me educate you. That's just, you, you, you know, that's offensive. I mean, in case you don't know, you got to know that's offensive. Here, let me educate you. That's offensive right there. But they don't actually mean it as offensive. It's, 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 the, it's the term of speech. Well, can someone educate LeBron James? Is that allowed? If you think it's okay for fans to come to a game and say, stand up for Hong Kong, are you, are you thrown out of the league? Because I think you're thrown out of the league. This brings us to a whole new group. A group called Consumers Research, at Consumers First on Twitter. And what they are doing is saying, you hypocrites, you want to pretend to be woke, right? That's what you say. And you're going to lecture to the rest of us. How about we lecture to everybody about you? So there are a couple of ads, and they play like political ads. And this first one, about American Airlines. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. You gotta love that. That's amazing. Consumersresearch.org is the name of the website. They're taking these people who lecture to us and saying, who do you think you're lecturing to? Let's show everybody what you're all about. And they did it with Nike and the ad starts with Colin Kaepernick. Nike is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe. Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. Nike is Holy cow. That's brutal and spectacular. And what a great way of saying you come at us. By the way, Colin Kaepernick's a fraud. Now, 
I'm not saying that he doesn't believe what he believes. I am saying he is what he believes is a fraud. This is a guy who walked away from his own contract. This is a guy who has white parents. This is a guy who saw opportunity and took it. He might actually believe in abolishing the police. But this whole, oh, woe is me, oh, I'm the victim, I think it's been pretty well established that that's just, that's the grift. There's also a lot of people who totally buy in. And we all saw that when Nike stock never went down, that people who support him really support him. But is it a grift? Totally a grift. But this group, Consumers First, consumersresearch.org, they weren't done Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. Sorry, is that amazing? I love watching people get into the fight. We would all rather be left alone. We would all rather not be bothered. Of course, I couldn't agree more. I don't want to have to put up with with Coca-Cola telling people you don't have to be so white. You have to work on your whiteness. It's disgusting. Doesn't Coca-Cola leadership know they're a bunch of bigots? I just want to have a Diet Coke with my pizza and pretend that I'm somehow healthy. Leave me alone. In the end, people want to be left alone. They want connection, right? They really do want connection. But they also want to be, you know not yelled at they want to do their own thing they want to not have to worry about what somebody else has decided they must worry about it's why they turn off the tv the amount of people i speak to who tell me that they have absolutely positively given up watching cable news listening to the news through the roof and you are shaking your head in agreement because you're one of them you've had enough it's crazy it's 24 7 crazy and i agree you just want to be left alone but these people won't leave you alone and when people will not leave you alone the question to be asked is what do you do what do you do what's the plan and the plan is you punch them right in the nose. You fight back in a way that makes them stop or at least gets more people to say, you know, that's true. Those people are a bunch of jerks. <laughs> that's what you do. I'm not saying that you could do that on everything. There are things that you're going to have to keep fighting for. Like, for example, your kids. Like when it comes to school and critical race theory and those kinds of things. 
But you want to just be left alone. I'm thrilled by this group. I'm thrilled by what they're doing. I'm thrilled when they're fighting back. And hopefully, if they're successful and we share what it is they're doing, we'll eventually get left alone. Gosh, that sounds like a dream. I'm Tony Katz. Chris Christie took a swipe at Nikki Haley, which means 2024 has already started, although it's way too early for this because we don't know what Trump is going to do. That doesn't mean other people can't chalk you for position. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz. So you have Chris Christie, who was the Donald Trump before Donald Trump came on the scene, and we said, oh, that's Donald Trump. He's throwing shade at Nikki Haley. Remarks about whether or not she would run for president in 2024. So she said, look, I would run, but I'm not going to launch a primary bid against Donald Trump. She said, I would not run if Trump ran, and I would talk to him about it. That's something that we will have a conversation about at some point, if that decision is something to me that has to be made. But yes, I, I would. So what does Chris Christie to say? I'm not going to defer to anyone. After 2022 is over, we'll make a decision about whether we're going to run or not. But I certainly won't preclude it. And I'm also not going to be one of these people who say, well, I'll wait to see what President Trump is going to do. I'm not going to defer to anyone. If I decide that it's what I want to do and I think I'm the best option for the Republican Party and for the country. Now, you tell me. How do you think that should go? You tell me how that should play out. Look, we, we, if we were going to get in, into the 2024 prognostication game, which I am not a fan of, Ron DeSantis is at the top of the list. You got to admit that Christy Nome is there. You have to understand that the lieutenant governor of North Carolina, what's his name, Mark Robinson? I can't believe I'm getting it wrong. Um, yes, Mark Robinson. Hey, I got it right. He is at the top of any, and I mean any, VP shortlist. And then after you get DeSantis and and, and Christy Nome, you got the rest. So we're all clear. Can you name for me another person who really could play 2024 right now? I didn't, I, I didn't think so. Greg Abbott, maybe? Maybe the governor of Texas? Of course they're going to wait to see what Trump does. Now, I, I will place my marker down on Trump if you want me to. Trump's not going to run. Trump's not going to run. Because if he loses, then he actually lost. And now he could say, I lost, but I like I lost like a Stacey Abrams way. I didn't really lose. Right? That's the way that's the way that one can go. I don't actually think he's gonna do it. Uh, full disclosure, I said he wasn't gonna run last time. I said he wasn't gonna run for re-election. I said he shouldn't run for re-election. Do the four years and move on. That was my take. And then he ran. I said, okay, I'm going to vote for him. And then the rest is to what the rest is. But this is Christie making his move.
The problem is, I don't know who the Christie constituency is. Who is saying, finally, Chris Christie is in the game? Does he not understand the levels to which he hurt himself? Look, you ran, you got out of the race, you supported Trump. That was great. You didn't end up with a single position in the cabinet. That must have been because of you. That must have absolutely been because of you, Governor Christie, because I think that you probably got some level of offer somewhere. But not AG and and not um uh was was not secretary of anything really. Nothing. And then you just you never really played the part well. Never really established yourself well. You certainly didn't end your term in New Jersey well. But of course, taking the hit against uh, uh, what's uh, against Nikki Haley is the right thing to do. By the way, I'm still high on Nikki Haley. Calm down. I'm not saying I agree with everything. I'm not saying that there aren't places where she needs to, I think, toughen up. But we should be perfectly clear that she was excellent as the ambassador to the UN. You were proud of what she did. You were proud of the way she spoke. And now all of a sudden that's over? No way. I'm not in on that. I find that to be some of the most suspect garbage in the world. Nikki Haley is still at play and still could end up on a ticket somewhere. And there's a lot of time between now and January of 2023. A lot of time. So Christie's going to make a move. He's going to make a little bit of a name or, you know, remind people who he is. And he's going to go talk in New Hampshire and he's going to go do this, go do that. And then there'll be a book that comes out, of course, because this is the business that he's in. It doesn't mean that he's going to run. You just got to keep yourself important. It's good for ABC that they've got a guy who may run for president. But we're way too getting too ahead of the game. But I will put down my marker that Trump doesn't run. Plays a little kingmaker and moves on. This is Tony Katz today. There has been a lot of uh, abortion movement because you have the Supreme Court taking up a case, right? This is about what's going on in Mississippi. And that's about whether or not they can restrict abortions past 15 weeks. Now you've got Governor Abbott, Dallas, Texas, not Dallas, Texas, of Texas, Dallas, Texas, I apologize, signing a measure into law that would prohibit an abortion as early as six weeks. And so people are like, what's happening? Allow me to explain this. And this is going to be... I I would much rather talk about cigars. Right? Call me. Ask me for a cigar suggestion. I will gladly get off topic and give you one. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. I would rather be lighting up right now than having this conversation. But it has to be had. Why is this happening? Here's why it's happening. Uh, man, this is going to be... 
I, I want, did I give fair warning? This is going to be rough. I don't plan on pulling a single punch in this conversation. Why is it that Mississippi signs this law? Why is it that in Texas they sign this law? You've got the the, the pro-choice people going crazy. They're attacking Roe v. Wade. They want to take away your reproductive rights first. Abortion is not a reproductive right. That's a lie. So why don't you stop lying? You pro-choice, pro-killing zealots. I told you this was going to get rough. I told I I warned you. I, I said it as clear as day. My gosh. Why are they doing it? It's because the pro-life people have learned that the pro-choice people ain't in charge of a holy damn thing. You've been telling these people. And by the way, I don't agree with every pro-life person. It's not that I'm not a pro-life guy. I am. It's just that there are tactics utilized that I find meh. (laughs) That's the best way I could describe it. You've been telling these pro-life people that they hate women. You've been been telling them that that all they want to do is, is bring us back to the 1950s. You've been calling these people Bible thumpers, Jesus freaks. You have been talking smack about these people. You pro-choice zealots. You've been talking smack about these people for years. You know what they said? In 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 a in a, in a nutshell, f these people. Let's go right at them. We believe what we believe, and we believe they are monsters. Now, maybe the pro-life people really believe the pro-choice people are just wrong and just sinners or something like that. Or maybe after attack, after attack, after attack, on the most personal level, they believe you're monsters. Maybe when the pro-life people go and and hold up a sign at an abortion clinic and the pro-choice people come and lean on their signs and push on them, physically push on them, and the pro-life people are like, what are you doing? The pro-choice people say, well, you can leave. Well, you can move. I'm not moving. You're touching me. What the hell kind of scumbaggery is that? Pro-choice garbage people. Maybe you shouldn't be singing your abortion. Oh, that was a thing. Sing your abortion. Be proud of your abortion. What the hell are you being proud of? Even if you want to argue that it should be legal, you shouldn't be proud of it. It shouldn't be on your Christmas card. You know, you send out all the accomplishments of the year. Well, little Johnny got an A in math. I had myself an abortion, and Susie learned the oboe. Maybe if you had a bit of humility, you bastards, people wouldn't be going after these kinds of laws. But you kept poking them, didn't you? You kept pushing them, didn't you? You kept kicking them while they were down, didn't you? And you kept calling them racist, and you kept calling them misogynist, and you kept calling them bigots, even though it was Margaret Sanger who said, hey, let's keep this black population down and really push abortion. Don't ever forget where Planned Parenthood comes from. It comes from trying to control the population of black America. That bigot racist Margaret Sanger and her murderous operation, Planned Parenthood. And finally, the pro-life people said, wait a second. 
why don't we just get people elected and start passing laws? Yeah, we might lose in the courts. We'll probably lose in the courts a lot. But we believe this. We believe this. Let's keep at it. We believe this. Let's keep punching. We believe this. Let's keep moving. Yeah, we'll lose this one. We'll bring in another law. We'll get that one signed. We'll elect that guy over there and that guy over there. We'll push another law and that law will be on the books and then it'll get kicked off the books. And then we'll go to the Supreme Court. Ah, we'll lose that case. But boom, we're going to come right back with another one. My God, next thing you know, it's, it's the new Rockney speech. That's what you're seeing. That's what you are seeing. You're seeing the pro-life side say, we're in for the fight, let's go. We don't care what happens. We got time. We are going to get this done in America. We're going to make America a pro-life place. We've got the science on our side. We've got the technology showing you the science on our side. And we have got the Lord above on our side. Can I get a hallelujah from the congregation? And we're just going to go. You pro-choicers couldn't leave well enough alone. You couldn't leave these people alone. And now this is happening. And now Mississippi has a law. And now Texas has a law. And now a Supreme Court with Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Alito and Thomas and Amy Coney Barrett. Because honestly, you never know what the hell John Roberts is going to do. Yeah, yeah, you have no clue. You have no idea. The guy, good Lord. You never know what that guy is going to do. But you got a chance to make this happen and overturn Roe versus Wade. Now, what happens when that happens? Well, Mississippi and Texas is what happens when that happens. Roe v. Wade, if it were to be overturned as a Supreme Court decision, does not make abortion illegal in the United States. Because you'll notice that neither Mississippi nor Texas is discussing making abortion illegal. They are, however, engaging a time frame. That's different than making something wholly illegal. They're engaging a time frame. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, as it should be on the grounds that it's unconstitutional to begin with, the Supreme Court cannot create law out of whole cloth. It is the same reason why the Obergefell decision should be overturned, in my view, that's same-sex marriage. My issue is not with same-sex marriage. You're winning in the courts. You are already getting it approved in the states, I should say. You're winning in the states. Go win. But the Supreme Court is saying that, uh, that a right exists out of whole cloth is completely unacceptable. You either like the Constitution or you don't. Uh, uh, if it doesn't work for you on one thing, you still should like it because, you know, people following the rules and all. But, oh, it didn't work for me in this case, so therefore it's bad. <laughs> Moving on. The overturning of Roe v. Wade means that it's no longer the federal government usurping the rights of the states, but rather the states being able to make this decision. Abortion will still be legal at any stage in New York, in Massachusetts, in Minnesota, in Illinois, in California. It's not even a question. It's not a question. It's going to remain legal. But in Mississippi, and in Texas, and possibly in Louisiana, and possibly some other states, it's going to have some restrictions. That's what it would mean. 
And so these pro-life people have finally figured out, keep hitting, keep punching, keep pushing, keep fighting, because the moment will come and we got to be ready. We can't decide it's going to be, it'll come and be like, oh, wait, what do we do? No, be ready now. And besides, these pro-choice losers keep bothering us. They keep insulting us. They keep attacking us. They keep getting physical with us. We shouldn't take that anymore. And they haven't. And they're closer than ever to their goal. I'm Tony Katz. Lori Lightfoot is the mayor of Chicago, and according to this report, uh, she only grants interviews to black or brown journalists. That's rational. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Um, as Chicago mayor reaches her two-year midway point, her spokeswoman says Lightfoot is granting one-on-one interviews only to black or brown journalists. This was tweeted out by Marianne Ahern from NBC there in Chicago, and she is white. And Paris Schutz says, I was told the same thing. And Heather Sharon says, I can confirm. Okay, so Lori Lightfoot is a racist and a bigot and a terrible human being. If you only do interviews with people who are of the approved color of skin, what else besides bigot are you? This is the fundamental flaw of wokeness. It's that it is the teaching of bigotry, right? This falls right in with the idea of anti-racism, right? That you would would fight a bigotry, fight discrimination with discrimination, and you would fight future discrimination with discrimination. That's where it fits in. Perfectly, 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 perfectly. That's where it fits in the conversation. We're going to pretend otherwise? It's flat-out bigotry, and she does it with a smile. She does it with a smile. We should all be disgusted by people like her. We should be disgusted with all the people who said, you can't talk about a leak at a Wuhan lab. Well, that's racism. What? Remember last year, about this time, how in the world did COVID spread? How in the world did it happen? Did it come from a, from a bat and a, and, a, and, a, and a wet market, right, where they have this open butchering and it's pretty gross, but they've got butcher uh, kind of situations here in the U.S. that aren't necessarily attractive. Uh, they're better than what's happening in a wet market. And we're like, no, 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 no. You have the, the, the Wuhan lab there, right, the virology lab. And they test these coronaviruses. This is, the coronaviruses are around, They test these coronaviruses, specifically in bats. They're studying on these things that's going on all the time. As a matter of fact, the United States actually has funded the Wuhan lab. Say what? True story. Now, we shouldn't be funding these labs, although there's something to be said for keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Right? Maybe that's why you fund them. But there should be no funding that goes to a Chinese lab. None whatsoever. So... 
people suggested, you know, maybe the, the, the virus leaked from the lab. Now, that's different than when people said China let loose the virus as a bioweapon. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I have no proof of that. I haven't seen anything. That a virus would leak from a lab is more than possible, considering viruses have leaked from the lab before, considering they don't have the levels of strictness that, let's say, we do in the United States. Senator Tom Cotton was one of the people who said, hey, whoa, 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 what's this? Conspiracy theorists. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what? I'm just saying it's possible that it leaked from, from a lab. Conspiracy! There's a conspiracy theorist looking him over there on his little conspiracy theory pants, being all conspiracy theory. And now they're talking about, well, yeah, it might have leaked from a lab. The Washington Post, the New York Times, MSNBC, all the rest, CNN, all said it was conspiracy theory to talk about the possibility. But no, 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 when you talk about Trump, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's an open question. You mean it wasn't an open question about... It wasn't an open question about the the, 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 the lab? This is the kind of radicalness you see from this press corps. If you want to know, media, why people call you the enemy of the people, this is why. And I know reporters, and I I work with a newsroom, and man, it must drive them crazy when I get into these conversations. Are we going to deny reality, yes or no? I say no. We should not in any way deny reality. The reason people don't trust you, media, is because you have proven that you shouldn't be trusted because you hold different standards. You hold different rules. And we, the free and thinking people of America, would appreciate it if you'd stop. You spent three years telling us that the election of Donald Trump wasn't legit and the Russians and everything else. But if people want to spend three minutes talking about the weirdness that took place in Pennsylvania or Arizona or somewhere else, you're like, oh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theorist. Man, people are pretty grossed out by you. Maybe that's why CNN's ratings are in the tank. You know, Fox took their hits on the election. I mean, they got brutalized for the election. You know where they are? Back. And just as we said, Newsmax was going to lose viewers, but they're still right there and growing. Have you heard of News Nation Now? NewsNationNow.com. This is from the people at Nexstar. This is going to become a whole news outlet, a whole cable outlet. You know who's over there now? Our friend Leland Vitter. Left Fox is now with News Nation now. Are they going to be as to the right as Fox or Newsmax? I don't think so at all. But is it just yet another way of getting information? Absolutely. A place that actually is going to bring some news? Absolutely. Because people look at these other sources, the ones we're supposed to trust and say you've we don't trust you you've told us not to trust you you showed us not to trust you we don't do it
And yet they're surprised, right? They're stunned. They're like, what do you mean you don't trust us? We're the real news people. Isn't that right, Don Lemon? That's right, Chris Cuomo. And then they should say to themselves, oh, yeah, that's why they don't trust us. (laughs) This is Tony Katz today.